0: You are listening to the Dan Patrick show on Fox sports radio. It is our two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick show, Carson Palmer will join us in studio. The great Al Michaels will stop by and we hope to hear from Clayton Kershaw as his childhood buddy, Matthew Stafford, of course, in the Super Bowl. eight, seven, seven, three DP show email address, dp, danpatrick.com Twitter handle at DP show. We, uh, I have a program brought to you by the great folks at Mercedes Benz Vans. We have that sprinter van. Do you guys Seaton, did you guys just park that van wherever you wanted to? Wherever you guys go at the hotel, it's it's not even in the parking lot, it's just right out front. I think the guys at the hotel like it out front. Oh, okay. I think I noticed that they're kinda of shuffling it around a little bit, so Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options, cutting edge tech to their five-star sales service, financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans build, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go the extra mile taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. We will hand out that uh, van coming up on Friday here on the program. Poll question from the first hour. Paulie's got the duties.
1: I would rather win a gold medal in a sport of my choice or a title. In a team sport of my choice, like Mm. football or the Olympics, basically, or basketball. A gold medal in the sport of my choice, 56%, Dan, over team sports title. Kind of a shocker.
0: Well, if I could win the gold medal and I was the fastest man in the world, then I would take that. Do we have another poll question
1: for our team? Yes, since we have a quarterback coming in here and Al Michaels coming in here, this is a good one, I think. Um, Who would you bet has the most Super Bowl appearances in the future? The next decade. Who would you bet has the most Super Bowl appearances, not necessarily wins, the next decade? The choices are Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Justin Herbert. Saucy. Extra saucy. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Josh Allen. Allen. They're all anywhere from 24 to 27 years old. Mm, Man, that one's kind of spicy. Thank you.
0: Um, not used to a good poll question. Thank you.
1: I'm s- sorry, Todd. <laughs> <Someone missed. laughs> sorry, you're trying to insult me and end up insulting Todd.
0: Um, I'm going to s- still say Patrick Mahomes. I'll still say that. It feels like uh, that's a safe pick. Uh, you know, can the Bengals replicate this? Josh Allen and the Bills that been on the doorstep. Feels like the Chargers a little bit they get maybe have another year before they get there but you gotta it's it's one thing to talk about the quarterback but you have to talk about the teams the supporting cast and the Bengals we didn't know if they had the supporting cast I you know I challenge you to name two defensive starters for the Cincinnati Bengals unless you're a Bengals fan I challenge you to do that you know this this is a chance for a group to become household names or one or two of these players to be household names. And they've done well. You know, that second half of the Chiefs game and that strategy, that was wonderful. But you don't have a Jalen Ramsey. You don't have a Von Miller. You don't have an Aaron Donald. That doesn't mean you have to have them, but it certainly helps when you talk about the star power. You got Joe Burrow. And uh, his his uh, college coach Ed Orgeron is going to join us, I think, on the program Friday. Is that right, Tom? Correct. Yeah. So, uh, and and Coach O taking a victory lap with Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Burrow, yeah, he, he's going to join us on Friday. I was surprised that he was going to be in town, available, talk about this. But uh That's pretty cool. Show it'd be support nice, for his guy. Yeah, be nice to have uh, Coach O on. Adam Sandler also would join us, I believe, on Friday as well. The hour two poll question uh, we're going to go with that, right, Paul? That's it. Okay. All right. We say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch for free. And uh, we also say uh, good morning to our radio affiliates around the country. I don't know if you've heard this before, but Clayton Kershaw is a a really good friend, uh, high school friend with Matthew Stafford, the Rams quarterback and maybe stafford's playing uh, staying in his house this week i don't know but clayton kershaw the dodger great kind enough to join us boy nobody brings up matthew stafford uh, to you at all this week i'm gonna guess right clayton first time today
2: dan yeah. Appreciate that.
0: <laughs> so your wife and kids don't bring it up i'm the first one to bring it up today <laughs> that's right when did you know that he was going to be great as a quarterback
2: I mean basically as soon as we started playing football you know around here in Texas we do six man football in fourth grade and he was throwing the ball I mean I don't know he was throwing the ball further than everybody else and then actually we did track meets in elementary school and instead of the shot put we did the softball throw and the softball throw uh he just dominated that too so he's always he's always had a great arm and then um he actually is pretty smart too, so figured out the whole football thing pretty
0: good. <laughs> He's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. What position did you play?
2: So I was the center,
0: yeah. I was, of course uh, you were.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was the center. I so freshman freshman year football was the last year I played football. And uh yeah, I was the Matthew was on the freshman team for like four or five games and then he was up to varsity pretty quick. But um yeah, center.
0: It was great. But you got a good arm. How does your arm yeah, compare to yeah. Stafford's?
2: Well, I could throw a baseball. Uh, I played quarterback like fourth, fifth grade, and that was about as far as I went. Then it started getting a little chunkier, and uh, the line <laughs> was started to be a little more
0: my calling. <laughs> well, wait, so you, you're the guy that just said, "Uh, we'll just put you on the line, the big cat." Yeah, you
2: know, no, I don't. I don't think of it like that. I think they're like, "Hey, you, you can really remember all the plays and." You got a little bit of athleticism, but ultimately it was, hey, you're a big guy, so you're going to go play line.
0: Are you going to the Super Bowl? I
2: am. I'm going to go. I'm
0: excited about it. Are you a seat guy or a sweet guy?
2: I-, I wasn't too picky for the Super Bowl. I was just like, I'll just get, get in the game. But uh, I'm a seat guy this time. I'm going to be in the seats.
0: Okay. Do you reach out to Stafford and say, hey, can you no. hook me up?
2: Yeah, I was like, Matthew, are you busy this week? Can you, uh, you know, I know we text every, like once every two months, but if you can give me a few tickets.
0: <laughs> Did
2: um No, I actually, uh, I actually went through the Rams and bought some tickets. So I'm excited.
0: Okay. But when you're in the World Series, do you hook up Stafford to come and watch?
2: I don't think he would need me to hook him up, but yeah, I would. I mean, yeah, if you need
0: me to. You know, I, I we changed our opinion, or I think a lot of people changed our opinion of of you and your career when you won the World Series. I don't know. Did you feel? Do you feel different as an athlete that you finally win? And does that change anything?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think um, no matter how well you do in your career, when you finally do what you want to do uh, and win the whole thing, there's just for me, there was obviously a burden lifted. I mean, I just felt a sense of relief to finally get it done. And um, Matthew's in a little different boat because he's been good for so long. It's just the Lions, you know, he didn't really have a support system around him. So this is the first year where, you know, the team kind of matches up to his talent level. And, um, you know, he, he's obviously favored to win. So it's uh, it's I'm excited for him. It'll be really fun
0: to watch. But also, do you think people view you differently? Do you get a different sense when... You know, the media.
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it probably probably media wise, you know, when it ultimately comes down to whether you won the one or you didn't and how you succeeded in the postseason or you didn't. So, I mean, I think definitely winning helped that for me, for sure.
0: But would you rather be on the doorstep going to the playoffs, going to the World Series, even if you lost, whereas Matthew wasn't even getting into the playoffs for a chance to win a championship?
2: Yeah, I'll say this a thousand times. You know, I'd much rather continue to have success and then fail over and over again to continue to get there because um, that's what you play for. You know, you want to be there. Um, and failure's a part of athletics. It's a part of sports, and I think it's a great lesson. I learned a lot of things uh, failing as many times as I did. So, um, obviously, I don't recommend it. I mean, if you can just win it, you should just win it. But uh, uh, when I finally did, it was pretty special.
0: Yeah, but failing is a strong word.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, when you're on the Dodgers and you make the playoffs every year, um, the World Series is your expectation. And, you know, I heard I heard some guys talking about that with the Rams as well. as like um, this team was built not to make the playoffs. It was built to win the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, the trades that they made and um, the first-round picks that they gave up, and uh, that, that's kind of the way we work too.
0: Talking to Clayton Kershaw, the three-time Cy Young Award winner, uh, are you going to wear a Stafford jersey to the game?
2: Thought about that. You know, the, the baseball jersey is a lot more comfortable because of the buttons in the front. You can kind of wear it as a jacket almost. Um, the football jerseys are a little tight fit. I, I might just go hoodie, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't really made up my mind. That's a good question.
0: You know what? Since you're probably not going to get in your uniform anytime soon, given what's going on in baseball, <laughs> why don't you just wear your full uniform? To the state. And nobody's going to think Clayton, boy, that guy looks like Clayton Kershaw. They'd never so, think that you would wear your full uniform. That's a great point.
2: Um, <laughs> I'll put, yeah, think about it for sure.
0: You know, have eye black on there. Uh, speaking of the baseball situation, how are you updated on what is going on?
2: Yeah, you know, I uh, um, I just listened to Walker, Dealer, unfortunately. Walker is our <laughs> player rep, so uh, he uh, he's kind of in all the meetings and kind of doing the stuff, and I've kind of been that guy in the past, you know, 2011, 2016, when they were going through the labor agreements, I was kind of a guy for the Dodgers and I've kind of passed the baton. So now I'm pretty, pretty removed, honestly, from the situation and get updates. But as far as the day to day, I am not involved this, this time at all.
0: But you don't know what the future, the immediate future is, but how does this affect how you prepare for this upcoming season?
2: Yeah, I mean, we have to continue to prepare like we're going to play, you know. And um, at this point, I mean, it's February 9th. Like, there's no way we're going to be in spring training in a week. Um, but I hope we're in spring training soon, you know, so we get the season started on time because ultimately that's the goal. So I, I'm continuing to prepare like we're going to start on time. Um, but each day just seems like we're getting further and further from that.
0: What did you keep from uh, winning the World Series? What did I keep?
2: Um you got, I think I kept I kept my jersey, um, and then I don't know your your, your director is going to get mad at me, but I'm going to move my Zoom. So I, I have the World Series trophy right there. Um,
0: Ooh, yeah, yeah. So you got a I got, uh, Kobe Bryant. Uh, Wait, what else do you got there? Be be a tour guide here. You want to be a tour guide? Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: Uh, okay. So so can I don't know how well you can can you see all that? That's yeah, kind of my yeah. That's all I allow. To be put up because everything else just feels like I'm. It's just too much, so I just I just do that. Okay. But uh, I have a, the the Kobe and the Jordan jersey are probably my two favorite things up there. I think that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Nice. And then yeah. you got a basketball. Uh, yeah, that's Magic. I got a Magic
0: basketball. Okay.
2: And I got a John Wooden basketball over there in the uh, top left.
0: Oh, now we're yeah. showing off. Now I we're know. showing John off. John
2: Wooden is like my. He's awesome, what he stood for. Just so great.
0: I met him, oh, I don't know how many years ago, but I got to visit him. He lived in a small condominium, and I did an interview with him outside, and he realized I really knew the history of UCLA basketball. And he said, would you like to come in, and I'll make you a sandwich. So here I am. Yeah. Like – Yes, of course. And we go in and he opens up his scrapbooks. He makes me a pimento cheese sandwich. That's I don't awesome. even like pimento, but it's, do it's the best yeah. damn sandwich I ever had. And I just I got to open up this scrapbook and I'm there with John. It's one of those out of body experiences because I'm yes. just a I'm a reporter. I'm just a kid reporter. And I'm going I'm I'm in John. I stayed for over two hours. That's and amazing. it it was it was just a wonderful experience, and uh, you know, so I I understand you know that yeah. That, that we, uh,
2: the Dodgers had like a leadership program, like right as you are coming up or a rookie, and we got to have dinner. There was like fifteen of us. that got to have dinner with John Wooden one night too, and um, <laughs> it was towards the end of his life. But he uh, he talked to us, took the time to like meet each one of us, and um, just such a such an amazing man. It was awesome.
0: How well did you know Kobe?
2: I, I didn't know him super well. I got to meet him twice and um, kind of the same thing, just an admiration for his work ethic, honestly. I mean, I think that's what, um, that's what I admired most. And obviously, like, how much he, the competitive drive and the spirit. But, um, you know, being in L.A., that's what you hear. You hear Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. And so I got to know him just through being out there. Um, man, special.
0: What about Jordan? How'd you get the jersey?
2: I don't even know how I got that, but I've never met Mike. I've, I've never met Michael Jordan, but uh you know to me he's to me he's the best. So I, I um yeah, I never met him though.
0: Wait, how do you get a Jordan jersey and you don't remember you're gonna have a story with that?
2: I Make know. one I, up. I mean, I didn't I didn't like chase him down in the parking lot. I don't know how I did it, but uh it was probably some type of silent auction oh, okay. charity event or something like that.
0: Oh you know yeah. what? your house is quiet. Where are the kids. Yeah,
2: not usually. No, <laughs> no. We got two. We got two kids in school right now, and then one is playing upstairs. And then we got a like a two month old. So we got four now. Oh man. no, yeah, well, we're you, in it.
0: Yeah, you caught me. I got, I got four. Good luck. That's awesome. <laughs> Good, that's luck. awesome. <laughs> Good luck. Winning a World Series, the easy part, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: finding that out.
0: For um, sure. uh, thanks for joining us. Great to catch up with you, and uh, hopefully we have baseball at some point this year, and have fun on Sunday.
2: All right. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate
0: it. That's Clayton Kershaw, the uh, three-time Cy Young Award winner. That was fun. Yeah, Paul?
1: It's kind of neat. We have Clayton Kershaw on the show at least once a year, at least probably a decade now. And it's interesting to see his career develop because he was like this early phenom when we had him on, and you talked about his curveball. And then he became kind of that postseason problems, and you talked about that. And then he gets a World Series, you talked about that. Now we're talking about kids and Autographs. We've had his, him, uh, him on his entire career.
0: And we talk about his relationship with Matthew Stafford. But I love that when Fritzy goes, uh, uh, how about Clayton Kershaw? I said, yeah, hell yeah. I said, he'll probably love to talk about Matthew Stafford. He's not going to talk about the, you know, the labor issue.
1: No, I think that was his only concern. I don't know. I have no answers to when we're starting. I hope we play at some point.
0: No, I don't think it's soon. That's for sure. Uh, Super Week brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now, that was great. I know at dinner last night, Fritzy was going back and forth with uh, with Clayton trying to get him on. So you did a great job. Thanks. All right. We'll take a break. Carson Palmer will uh, join us. Uh, we usually talk to him every week, Mondays, recapping the NFL season. I know he's in town I think, with the family to go to the game. So Carson Palmer will join us coming up next. Al Michaels, next hour. Take a break back after this. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. I think it's on site here. Is it just outside the back door? Yeah, it's out in the parking lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are we doing with it? Is that how you came o- Came over today in the van? Uh, Yeah. 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 What time?
1: Huh? Yeah, I came over with the French kid also. Oh, you and did?
3: And I had asked him because... it'll. Looked- still hasn't been detailed and washed just yet, but there are plans in place in the next uh, 24 hours or so. To Why don't that'll... you
0: uh, maybe get a hose and a just brush? Just a sponge
3: or... and just start yeah. scrubbing it. That's
0: yeah. hot. Yes. <laughs> I did that once before for a calendar. <laughs> I've shooting. seen that video. <laughs> yeah. When you have your socks on and you have your short shorts. My tank Your top. tank top. What a mess. I know. You, Todd, was, Todd was washing my Mercedes. Trying to do it provocatively. I know. Like I have that
1: bone still left <laughs> Well, in you've bone.
0: watched those movies I before. Did, I tried to
1: reenact yeah. when it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, well. yeah, Mercedes just called and said, don't reenact <laughs> it. Just call.
0: <laughs> Stocks. Mercedes-Benz vans. They are uh, <laughs> great with their uh, safety features. Crossway, it doesn't matter anymore. It's, it's, They're Mer- awesome. Mercedes-Benz. It's vans. a great yeah, van. I'm yes, going to miss it. it. Yes, you are. But we're going to give it away on Friday. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This program brought to you by the great folks at Level Select CBD. CBD trusted by professional athletes. Level Select CBD provides targeted relief, helps treat everyday discomfort. When you need it the most, go to levelselectcbd.com and use the promo code DP30. $30 off your entire order. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Carson Palmer will join us here momentarily. Poll question update.
1: Okay, uh, you have to hold, please. I want to make sure I get the wording right.
0: Who would you bet? Oh, uh, okay. You pulled a frenzy there. I didn't have it. No, you did know better than frenzy no. Todd just leaves silence. Todd, yeah. I, uh, please, we, he
3: always knows, knows how to finagle. Way. We
0: were reenacting Todd last night when we went to dinner <laughs> when I would go to Todd and he thinks I'm going to ask him about something else. And then I go, Todd, you got an update on the poll results? Yeah, you
1: busted me uh, like twice. Uh, uh,
0: I'm, I'm looking at the, that screen over there. I, I have all these screens. It happens only for a split second,
1: but there's this moment where Todd's not sure if he's supposed to fix his computer or turn his mic on, yeah. and he can't tell which he's supposed to do it. I the got best. that whole question set up the Limerick, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, who's coming on the rest of the week? Like, ah! <laughs> uh,
0: do you want to update the poll results? Who would you bet
1: has the most Super Bowl appearances in the next decade? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 50%. Joe Burrow, 33%. Josh Allen, 14%. Justin Herbert, no offense,
0: 3%. I uh, I... Just been told that uh, Level Select is now going to bump it up to offering 40% off the uh, with the promo code Carson40. So was DP30, Carson now trumped me. He said, I'm going to go up to 40%. Yeah, so yeah, uh, take that. Level Select CBD. Let's uh, bring on the uh, former Bengal quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, here in town at USC. Uh, Raider quarterback, Arizona Cardinal quarterback, and a guy who's been a great contributor to this program. Let's uh, bring him on. Carson Palmer is, yes. is, is, is in the building. Good to see you, boys. Good got, to see a, you. got a pair of uh, got a pair of freshies, uh, fresh
3: shoes on there. Fresh J's? Yeah. Some fresh J's. I've been saving these for your show. They look good. In person.
0: They look good. Thank you. We saw uh, Mark Sanchez. Uh, he came in uh, yesterday, and he had his Nikes, and uh, he had the, the swoosh that was USC colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had fresh on as well. Proud he strength. did admit you were faster than him. Barely. Was. Yeah. Was. Uh, you're probably still faster than him. I'm going to guess. <laughs> he might have had bigger hands than you. I doubt that. Uh, do you... I don't know. Do you have a ruler? He, he had paws. Maybe he had some paws there. Well, but see, pa- you didn't just shake Carson's hand.
1: Those His hands are
0: gigantic. You have big hands. Mark That's Sanchez. Good size, pause. Good size Okay, pause. check the combine
1: here because I might go Sanchez, Paulie. I have from the combine the 10th highest, best hand size of all time is uh, Mark Sanchez at 10.5 inches.
0: What?
1: Yeah. I'm not in the top side. I have you at. 10.25, but oh, I don't know if that's official. Wow.
0: You wow. <laughs> but check the 40 times. That's No, he did admit. I mean, that's the one thing Sanchez has on you is he has bigger hands. hands okay. That's it. I'll take
3: speed over hand size.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Does hand
3: size matter? It does, um, especially when you play on the East Coast in the wind, in the rain it just helps you get a little bit better grip. And, and you just don't see that many guys in the league right now with, I don't know what the, the top ten is, ten-something inches, but you don't see many guys in the eights and nines. It just gets more and more difficult with the wind to spin it.
0: And Aaron Rodgers has big hands. He's talked about that he liked the football inflated a little bit more. And then you have the story with Kenny Pickett, where like, uh, oh, my God, he doesn't to do he didn't want to get his hands measured. That's that. that that's a, I guess he puts his hands in his pockets at the at the combine. Like I don't want to have you measure my hands. Like my my stock is going to drop.
3: It does. I mean, it, it, there's so many coaches. There's so many organizations that are looking at that number, and that's an extremely important statistic for those guys. Why didn't you run more? Well, I did run a bit. Um, and then I blew my knee out, and everything changed after that. I lost a little bit of speed. It took me a couple of years. That's what blows me away about Joe Burrow right now is he blew his knee out last year, midseason. And you don't see any ramifications from that injury. You don't see him tentative. You don't see him, you know, there, a lot of times you'll, you'll have an issue stepping into throws, transferring your weight, turning on that front leg and that knee spinning and rotating. You're not seeing it all with Joe. I felt it. For at least a couple years, and it took me a couple years to really feel 100%. With Joe right now, he looks 100%. He looks looks like he did at LSU or before the knee injury with Cincinnati.
0: Paulie, give Carson the uh, poll question.
1: Okay, which quarterback would you bet on? you got to bet on who would have the most Super Bowl appearances in the next decade going forward, Super Bowl appearances. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes.
3: I think I, I like what's going on in Buffalo. I, I like the combination of ownership, GM, coaching staff, and quarterback hmm. with with Josh Allen. I think the the ceiling is extremely high. Not that it's not high with with Burrow. I think he's got an extremely high ceiling. But when you combine the ownership group, coaching staff, and the division, you've got Miami still trying to figure it out for Josh Allen. Uh, you've got New England, who is still New England, but they don't have Tom Brady. Um, who else am I missing in the AFC East? The Jets. You got the Jets. I mean, I I, I like that setup for Josh to to get in the playoffs, and I think we'll see him in in at least one Super Bowl, if not more, coming up. See,
0: I said Mahomes just because you still have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Nobody has that.
3: For a couple years until Tyreek Hill has to get paid, until Travis Kelsey's next deal up. Um, They've got some issues. They're paying Patrick, um, you know, they're paying him a much different salary than, than Joe Burrow's getting right now. So Joe Burrow's got him. He's got that going for himself, salary cap-wise. But I just think Josh Allen's ceiling is only going to get higher. We're going to see him continue to get better, and we haven't seen the best of him yet. And it's been really good so far.
0: But it feels like that window of opportunity is about five years. That that You get that rookie contract with your quarterback mm-hmm. because that's how Seattle won with Russ. Once you start paying these guys, it's really hard to pay everybody else. The Bengals are in really good shape right now. Uh, Justin Herbert with the Chargers—they're in really good shape right now. But then that's going to change when those guys get paid fifty million dollars a year.
3: You know, I, I think the most interesting thing after the Super Bowl, whether the Bengals win or not, is the Bengals are going into next season with fifty-eight or fifty-nine million dollars in cap space. They've got Joe Burrow who is watching what they do. When you look at this Bengals roster. Pre the you know before the season started, this was not a Super Bowl roster. There was not many people saying, "Oh man, look how deep the Bengals are. Look how talented they are." Nobody saw this coming. Joe Burrow's watching how the organization goes forward after this season. He wants to know what they're going to do with that sixty million dollars in cap space. His deals up is in in two years. He can he can sign a big extension in two years, and he is really really watching. Are the Bengals going to do what they did in the past, which is just kind of sit around and wait in the draft and hope somebody falls to them? Are they going to make a little bit of a splash in free agency? This is a chance where they can rebuild that offensive line, get another good swing tackle, get another pass rusher on defense. They've got a lot of cap space going into next year, and nobody uh, is more curious what they're going
0: to do with it than Joe. Yeah, and you went through this because Mm -hmm. the Bengals are a cheap organization, or they have been, and you have this opportunity. And you're right, if I'm Joe Burrow – like, let's let's take advantage of this opportunity. Plus, I'm going to guess free agents are going to want to play for a team that's led by Joe Burrow. Receivers,
3: offensive linemen, you know, guys want to get to the Super Bowl. And Joe looks like he's got that magic, he's got the charisma, he's now done it, he's gotten here. Um, and the Bengals in the past haven't pulled out the checkbook and written big checks and, and signed a, You know, you got Chandler Jones, who's a great pass rusher, that's a free agent. Um, th- there's some there's some there's some game changers. Devontae Adams. Devontae be. Adams is another weapon. I mean, uh, you know, if I'm Joe, I'm looking at, um, you know, Brandon Scherf, who's in Washington, who was a top 10 pick, who's been a great guard and all pro. Yeah. He's a free agent. Uh, there's some tackles that are free. So there's enough pieces to continue to build on this current roster that got to a Super Bowl that nobody thought was going to get to get them to a Super Bowl. So Joe's watching that, and, and we're all watching as Bengal fans. We want to see them make some moves in free agency, not you know sit around in the draft and hope somebody falls to them, get aggressive and continue to build on what they've got started here.
0: We're talking to Carson Palmer, uh, joining us on behalf of Level Select CBD. Make sure you use the promo code Carson40. Growing up in Cincinnati, and I tell this story often on the show, if you say you're from Cincinnati, people go, oh, the Bungles. Mm-hmm. Like that would be the first thing that they would say. As the quarterback for Cincinnati, when you guys weren't playing well, what is that feeling like every single day when you're walking around, or your wife will hear something? Uh, just being the quarterback for a team that you know people around the league would laugh
3: at—it's frustrating. And and we heard Joe talk about it early. He got tired of the narrative of the same old Bengals. He's talked about. As soon as they beat, uh, they beat the Raiders in the playoffs, he started talking about changing the narrative. And we're, we're, we're a different team. We're a different organization than we were in the past. You know, being in Cincinnati, um, the fan base there is so passionate and love. You didn't hear that in Cincy as much as when you would travel or you'd go uh, to California or you go to these different places and somebody go, oh, you, you play for the Bungles. It's not, that, it's not so much the case in Cincinnati. There's so much passion. That's why this Super Bowl is so excited. This, this fan base deserves this. They've been waiting 30-something years for this. They've never won a Lombardi trophy. So um, it, it's an exciting time to be in Cincinnati. It's an exciting time to be a Bengal. And, I mean, for Joe to be here in year two, this is the beginning of a Tom Brady-like legacy. You know, Tom got in early, won his first one early, and then continued to stack trophies after that. Joe's in that same category of can he continue to build after this game? Can he win multiple Super Bowls? He's not wanting to win one. Joe's got a different mindset. He's a different individual. He's seeing multiple championships, and this is the start of them.
0: What's going on with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals that he's now scrubbed his social media of anything that's related to the Arizona Cardinals?
3: I I think it looks like a contract play to me. I mean, obviously he's he's... You know, upset, uh, displeased with his current
0: negotiation between his agent and the organization. Um, he just wants to up this. He wants to get a head start and get that, like Josh Allen got in Buffalo. He wants a year early.
3: He wants it today. He didn't want to wait an extra year. And um, say what you want, how, how different guys go about getting that next contract, it certainly, to me, looks like a contract move, and he's trying to uh, leverage himself and position himself for a contract this upcoming
0: season. Have we seen the best of Kyler Murray? We have at times, um, you know that I don't, I don't know what the ceiling is for a, a quarterback who plays that way, that style, and his strengths and weaknesses.
3: Well, you, you're seeing his weaknesses in the last couple games. Teams are not letting him outside the pocket. He is not six, seven. He's not six, two. he's not really six feet tall. So what they're doing is keeping him in the pocket. Unfortunately from a contractual situation for Kyler this that was his chance. The playoffs were his chance against the Rams to get a new contract this year. Unfortunately, he did not play well. They did not play well. He lost a ton of leverage. And when you when you're a player in the league and your contract is coming up or you have a chance to sign a new contract and you have leverage, you've got to take advantage of it. He did not take advantage of the situation. He, all the leverage was on his side. All he had to do was play well. They could still have lost the Rams, but he had to play well. He lost all the leverage he had going into it, and it's it's unfortunate because you don't get it very often. When you're a player and you're coming up on a deal, that leverage is massive, and and the weight that that carries throughout the organization is massive, and when it's on your side, you got to take advantage of it. He lost a lot of leverage in that playoff game.
0: Well, Same with Baker Mayfield. He lost all of his leverage this year. By being banged up and i think that's why he kept trying to play is i want to get some leverage here and it only made it worse
3: same deal and both organizations are in the same spot they've got to pay baker and they've got to pay kyler both of those organizations you cannot regardless of how poorly baker played or how how bad that playoff game went for kyler you got to pay him you took him number one you're not going to go back to the drawing board and start all over and try to find the next guy they've got to pay him both of those guys lost some money and left some money on the table with their performance this year.
0: Brady mentioned on his podcast that never say never. After, so he's only been home for six days. Now all of a sudden he's reconsidering. Like, what is it like when you retired? That first month you're at home. What's it like?
3: It was awesome.
0: I, I wasn't at home. We traveled.
3: Um, we went up to Lake Tahoe. I played a bunch. I, I did a lot of things I've been wanting to do. I love to hunt and fish, and hunting and fishing season, for the most part, is during football season. So as soon as I didn't have a job playing football, I did a lot of the things with my family, with some buddies that I wanted to do that I wasn't able to do for you know 25 years of playing football. So I think you know Brady is a habitual creature, a creature of habit. He likes to do the same thing over and over and over again. Now that that's not there and he's just gotten a very short taste of it, I think there's a thought in his head like, man, you know, I could win eight. Maybe I could win eight. Let's see what happens with Chris Godwin. Are they going to re sign Chris Godwin in in Tampa? Are they going to re sign Ryan Jensen, the center in Tampa? Maybe he's waiting to sit back and see what happens. He's getting a little bored. He's used to starting, you know, whatever point in the offseason he starts training again and doing his flexibility. But then
0: don't announce you're retiring if you're still not fully retired. It's hard to give it up. It's
3: hard when you've been doing it for twenty something years, and at 40s, that level,
0: I mean, he could those numbers. He could easily be the MVP this year.
3: It's hard to retire on top, too. It's hard to retire. It's really hard to retire on top. I at the end was done. My body was done. I was beat up. I physically knew. He's walking off the field probably feeling pretty good. Yeah, you know, a little banged up, a little beat up from playing a long season. But now that his body's recovered, he's starting to you know he's starting to feel a little bit better. I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him come back. How did the Rams win this game? Up front, defensively up front. The weakest part of the Bengals is the offensive line. We, I mean, they sacked, they sacked Joe Burrow nine times. When you think about getting sacked nine times in a game, it's demoralizing as but, a quarterback. This has never happened before,
0: I don't think. You have the guy who has, was sacked the most times this season playing in the Super Bowl, and the guy who led the league in interceptions is playing in the Super Bowl. That doesn't happen at that position.
3: No, no, it's 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 been a weird season. It's been an amazing season. But when you watch this Bengals team, the the Achilles' heel of this team all year long has been the offensive line. Joe Burrow's overcome it. Uh, Joe Mixon's overcome it with just stellar play and and being uh, a little bit quicker, a little bit faster. You've seen Joe changing protections at the line of scrimmage. We saw him do it in the AFC Championship game, you know, on the road in Arrowhead Arrowhead Stadium. So. He's got complete grasp and control of what's going on around him. He can't overcome Aaron Donald just overpowering the center and bull rushing him and ending up in his lap. That is what this game's going to come down to. Can they get the ball out quick enough? Can they run some screens? Can they run the ball against Aaron Donald? And can they not give up six-plus sacks against Von Miller on one side and then Aaron Donald
0: on the other? And plus, you know, you got Jalen Ramsey saying, hey, bring it on, Jamar Chase. And he- do you avoid... Do you avoid Jalen Ramsey?
3: You can't avoid Jalen Ramsey because, you know, at the end of the day, we're probably going to see Jalen Ramsey trying to match up with with jamar with with Chase. They, if you watch these last three games, they were moving Chase all over the field. He was motioning, he was in the backfield. he was in the slot. he was out wide. He was on the three receiver side. The one I mean they did such a good job trying not to let any individual defender match up. At some point, you're going to run into different situations where you just can't continue to move Chase. You've got to line him up and run a play. That's when you're going to see Ramsey on him. But Ramsey's built for the Megatron, the 6'4". He's built for T. Higgins. He struggles against short, quick, fast receivers. And that's typical. I mean, most big, long cornerbacks struggle with the short guys. They do really well against the big physical receivers. So it's not a great matchup for Jalen Ramsey. There's a quickness dynamic to Chase. There's a speed dynamic to Chase. He's got to play off him a little bit. So I wouldn't avoid him. I, I like that matchup from the Bengals standpoint of Chase oh. against Ramsey.
0: Okay. Uh, before we let you go, the longest run of Carson Palmer's career.
1: Oh, want to guess that one, Dan? Yeah. Um, I can give you a hint. It was with the Cardinals, and you were 37 years old. Mm, wheels. I had wheels when I was How many 37? yards,
3: Carson? I'm going to say Four.
0: <laughs> Wait, the longest run of your career? Six. <laughs> 16 yards. 16? Yeah, 16 yards.
3: Wow. I was probably at the end of a half when they were playing pre-event <laughs> defense, you and were- I didn't want to risk throwing a pick on a Hail Mary, so I just ran and got out of bounds. Oh, and got 16. A- I'll take it. 16's good. Yeah.
0: You were Josh Allen before Josh Allen yeah. with that running ability. Do you do a drive-by at USC, just go in and touch the Heisman there?
3: Uh I'm actually driving by the Coliseum today. We'll swing. I got my son with me, so we'll, my son Fletch is with me, so we'll roll up to the SC campus and do a quick tour. But I, I don't think you can touch it. I think it's in a case. Oh. Which, well, by, the way, by the way, by the way, it showed up. It got there. It made its way to me, but the front plaque was broken off of it. Oh, jeez. You didn't have it in a case, in the man cave? We put it in the case. No, no, I'm talking about like a clear case where nobody
1: can touch it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. What, Paulie? I thought Fritzy was in charge of the case.: <laughs> That was Fritzy. And I, right. I, was I delegated Fritzy. it
0: to the back room. Yeah, the back room got. Can you get it fixed? I fixed it.: Oh I. God it. Damn. How much was it? Uh, like? I, I
3: just had to get some new screws for it. We're all good.: Okay, We're all good. All, right. We're all good. I'll pay for the screws. Cool.
0: I'm so glad you got that thing back. I love that you you loaned the Heisman to us. But, man, when that was going back and then we couldn't find it and then you were going to the College Football Hall of Fame, it wasn't worth it. It was not worth it. Level Select CBD. Go uh, use the promo code Carson40. Uh, We want to thank Level Select all season long. Great partner. And uh, you, too. Uh, You've made us smarter every Monday as we uh, recap football. Have a great weekend with uh, with your son, and uh, thanks for joining us. You as well. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, buddy. We'll take a break. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All in studio guests receive gift bags provided by Panini America, the official trading cards of the DP Show. Link Soul Apparel, a lifestyle brand for any occasion. And M Drive, don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M Drive. Some people have been waiting a while. Uh, Phil in uh, Indiana joins us. Hi, Phil. What's on your mind?
3: Hey Dan, always a great pleasure. Appreciate you taking the call. I, real, two two quick things. Number one, I think your first poll question. Is it better to win a gold medal or in a, in another team sport? Just ask Mike Ruzioni I don't think he's paid for anything since 1980. <laughs> so I think uh, that'd be a good poll question for him. But, Dan, I wanted to get your thoughts to the Lakers. I think, you know, LeBron, the player, certainly one of the, the top five to ever lace him up. LeBron, the GM, has been awful. And I think this team was put together by him, Dan. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Have a great rest of the week, buddy.
0: Thank you, Phil. I think it's a fair point because LeBron – that will give him credit when credit is due, when, you know, he's able to bring in players that want to play. Um, but this is a situation where he wanted Russell Westbrook. And Russell, I don't understand this shooting motion of Russell Westbrook because he'll, he has tremendous athleticism. I would never let him take jumpers. I'd have him go to the hoop every single time. But he wants to shoot and have that quick release like Steph Curry does. And he, it's just a bad, bad look. And I don't know if he's able to change that, probably not, but I just never understood that. He has the athleticism to get his shot whenever he wants to. But also keep this in mind the defense is like, go ahead and take the shot. They just don't want you driving to the hoop. But I didn't expect them to beat the Bucks last night. I thought that they might put up a little better fight last night because you did have everybody back. Yeah, Paul.
1: Yeah, I think it's more about uh, you know, being ninth in the West. You know, you can afford a loss to the Bucks when you're, you know, the two seed or the three seed, but it's more like well, we expected this loss, but they go with like a loss to Sacramento or a loss to the Pacers as well.
0: Yeah, you just, you know, that first-round matchup, if you're going to be the eighth seed and you're staring at the Phoenix Suns, and you know, Phoenix won again. Gus in L.A. Gus?
2: <laughs> you know what? I went to bed last night really depressed and everything, and then I wake up to, damn, 3 P. And let me tell you what, that put a big smile on my face. Um, and look, if you boys do not make a T-shirt out of that, I'm going to, and I'll wear that <laughs> th- if I ever get married. That was one of the greatest things of my life. <laughs> Anyways, from thanking Tristy for putting me in a good mood to Seton. Seton, I'm standing here with a bucket of honey and sand, baby. Where am I doing this? Where are we doing this? When's it going down, boys?
0: Uh, Seton, Gus wants to pay off his
1: bet. You know, where. I was thinking about going over, uh, like, Santa Monica area today. Can you, can
0: you go over there, Gus, and do the, the bet? What, what's your schedule today?
2: Uh, you know, I mean, aside from counting my stocks and bonds, I think
0: I can squeeze it in. <laughs> okay. It, it, uh, but, yeah, you boys tell me when and where. I mean, great. I'd love to pour honey sand on myself today. Okay, so Gus lost a bet. He has to pour honey all over his body and then pour sand over his body. Yes, thinking maybe like uh, 4 or 5 o'clock, Santa Monica Pier-ish, Big Deans maybe. Does that work for you, Gus, that uh, outside Big Deans in Santa Monica will buy you a couple of beers and a burger?
3: Absolutely, Big Deans. I can't wait.
0: Okay. All right. Um, We'll take the information from you, Gus, and then uh, Seton will reach out to you and and, uh, we'll tell you where to go and uh, we'll meet you there. But uh, that's uh, Gus in L.A. He lost a uh, shower. Of shame. <laughs> Didn't he want to put the sand on first and then the honey? Yeah, I think so. And I yeah. go, no, Gus. That that's not the way it works. That's not how it goes. You put the honey on and then the sand. My bad. Over that. Uh, Al Michaels will join us coming up next hour. Paulie had a problem. He got to uh, drive by this by Staples Center.
1: I'd, I'd never been to downtown LA and walked around the Staples Center, and I still call it the Staples Center. I know it's it's a crypto dot com. Yeah. They had one little sign that said crypto. It's like they're trying to hide it. There's no pictures of Kobe or Shaq or Kareem. I, I needed more. Yeah, Paulie goes, man, Staples,
0: what a disappointment. I thought he went to the store. <laughs> I, I went, oh, what happened? He goes, oh, man, that arena? Come on. Where are the I, pictures? Yeah. Al Michaels will join us coming up, final hour, Dan Patrick Show. Close out the second hour with M-Drive, losing weight, more energy, increasing lean muscle. Sounds like Seton O'Connor to me. Did a drive-by with M-Drive in Arizona, and you are a new man. I sure am. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> Whatever your goals are, if you want to compete as you get older, you got to create healthy habits that work for you. Habits start with small changes to your daily routine. Eat right, regular exercise, and take M Drive daily supplement for driven guys, packed with clinically tested ingredients, supports healthy testosterone levels, boosts energy so you can compete all year long, all road trip long. No matter what your age is, you can find it mdrivedan.com. You get it delivered right to your door. They have free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Or you can find M Drive at Walgreens, Rite Aid, and Vitamin Shop. You need healthy habits to stay in the game and achieve your goals. M Drive. One habit that will give you T-support, energy, strength, and stamina to fuel your daily performance. Don't let age beat you, Seton. Refind your prime with M-Drive.